Hey, Junior, Parshas Vayikra, expensive machines in the base Hamigdash. Fifth grade, Yeshivas Hodu Lashem Kitov. Rabbi Yisraelowitz is teaching his biology class. Right inside here, said Rabbi Yisraelowitz as he tapped his chest. We all have two very expensive machines keeping us alive. They're called lungs. And in case you don't believe how valuable these machines are, Hashem is teaching us a very big lesson with this coronavirus that we all became too familiar with recently. Boys, I'm sure, I'm sure you all know that many people who caught the virus are having a lot of trouble with their lungs. And some people are even having trouble breathing altogether. When Atzala brings them to the hospital, they have to be connected to a machine called the ventilator that helps their lungs to start working again. It's a very expensive machine. Even the cheap ones cost around $50,000. But without working lungs, nobody could live. So really, it's a bargain. But the truth is, continued Rabbi Yisraelowitz, as he drew a picture of a lung on the whiteboard, lungs are a billion times better than a ventilator. They have so many functions. They have bronchus and bronchi and bronchioles and and alveoli and capillaries that all work together to keep us breathing. Our lungs keep our whole body alive every second of the day by bringing in oxygen to our blood cells and getting rid of carbon dioxide which is dangerous for our bodies. Even if we would sit here in science class all year talking about our lungs, we wouldn't be able to discuss even a tiny fraction of the miracles of these breathing machines that we enjoy every second of our lives. Right now, you boys are taking about 20 breaths every minute. The Gemara says that each breath is so precious that we should really have to say the whole Hallel to Hashem for each breath. Can you imagine that? For each breath, a whole Hallel? It's so important for all of us to appreciate this gift that Hashem gives us. It's sad that sometimes it takes a dangerous virus to remind us about our lungs. But at least we should make use of the reminder to thank Hashem as much as possible. It's actually pretty interesting how Rabbi Yisrael Wetz describes the parts of our body, whispered Nisanel to his friend Avrami. I wish we really could spend all year talking about our our lungs. It's definitely more exciting than math. That's for sure. Well, said Avrami, you remember what our principal, Rabbi Rabbi Spira, told us at the beginning of the year? He said that Rabbi Yisraelowitz was a Talmud of Rabbi Rabbi Vigdor Milazatzal. And Rav Miller told him to use the opportunity of being a science teacher to teach his students to appreciate the wonderful body that Hashem has given us. But as Avrami was speaking, Nisanel was already daydreaming. He was thinking about how he could really show appreciation to Hashem for his lungs. If every single breath is really a miracle that Hashem is doing for me, thought Nisanel, how can I ever say thank you to Hashem for all the miracles he's doing for me every day? Rabbi Yisraelowitz said that we breathe about 20 times a minute. That means we take more than a thousand breaths every hour. That's almost 30,000 breaths a day. It would take me forever to say Hallel 30,000 times. Nisanel, hurry up, said Rabbi Srolowitz. The whole class is already buckled into the time machine, and you're sitting here daydreaming? Let's go. You don't want to miss our trip. We're going to visit the base Hamikdash, where we're going to finish up our lesson on the wonderful machine we call the human body. The base Hamikdash for a science lesson, thought Nisanel to himself. That doesn't make any sense. The base amygdash is the place to go for a shear in Parshas Vayikra, not for lessons in biology.
But because it's always more fun to travel in time in a time machine than to sit in a classroom, Nasanel followed Rabbi Yisrolowitz out to the backyard where the whole class was waiting for liftoff. They both climbed into the Taurus of Victor time machine and closed the door behind them. Rabbi Yisrolowitz whispered Nisanel as he crouched behind Nikonor Gate that led into the Azara. What's that big red thing the Kohen is carrying up the ramp to the Mizbeach? I guess you didn't look at the diagrams I gave out with the homework last night. Those are the lungs and the trachea of the Korban Tamit. And you can see the Kohen studying them as he walks up the ramp. You know what he's doing? He's thinking about the great gift of lungs that Hashem has given him and his wife and his children too. When we bring the different parts of the Korban onto the Mizbeach, we are supposed to use the opportunity to express our gratitude to Hashem for each part that Hashem gives to us. Because really, the only way to show Hashem how thankful we are for the great gift of lungs that Hashem gives us is to give it back to Him, to offer up our own lungs on the Mizbeach to Hashem. What? said Nisanel, a little bit too loudly. Shh, said Rabbi Yisraelowitz. We can't have the Kohanim hearing us. If they notice us, we're going to have to cut our class trip short and head back to New York and the year 2020. Sorry, but give back our lungs? We can't live without them. Exactly, Nisanel. That's why giving Hashem our own lungs would be the best way to show Him that we understand how our lives are totally dependent on Him. Only we're very lucky that Hashem loves us too much to ask us to do that. He wants us to be healthy and live for 120 years at least. So instead, he tells us to bring an animal to the Beis Hamikdash and to sacrifice it. That's the reason why there's a mitzvah in Parshas Vayikra to cut up the korban into pieces, the legs and the head and the liver and the lungs and the heart and the windpipe and the spleen. They were all separated and put onto the fire individually. We have to be grateful for every single detail that Hashem gives to us. And that is the tremendous lesson of Korbonus. The Kohen who was carrying the lungs and the owner of the sheep who was watching from the side were both thinking, I'm so lucky that Hashem has given me healthy lungs that breathe in and out all day, keeping me alive every second. And I'm so happy that Hashem lets me off easy with just saying thank you to Him every day for the gift and letting me keep my lungs for myself. All right, boys, said Rabbi Yisraelowitz, waving his hands at us. We're going to have to start heading back now to the time machine. I see a large group of Nazirim coming in now and the Beis Hamikdash to the Beis Hamikdash to bring their korbanos. So it's going to get pretty crowded in here very soon. Follow me out to the Harabayas and we'll board the time machine and travel forward in time. Meanwhile, everyone should take a long look around. This might be the last time you see the base of Migdash until Mashiach comes. Back in New York, March 27th, 2020. Everyone is stuck in their homes and Nisanel and his father are trying to finish Masech Tami together as a chus for all the Choyle Yisrael. Okay, Nisanel said Mr. Averbach. Let's continue from where we left off yesterday in Perik Dalid, Mishnah Gimel. Why don't you try to read the Mishnah? 
All the Kohanim were standing in a line with all the pieces of the Korban in their hands, waiting their turn to walk up the ramp and put the part of the animal they were holding onto the Mizbeach fire as a gift to Hashem. Very good taijing, Nisanel. It's only two weeks that we're learning Mishnayas together and you're already reading much better. Now this part of the Mishnah is telling us that each Kohen carried a different part of the animal. We'll soon see that there were 22 Kohanim standing in line. One was carrying the head, one the feet, one the kidneys, one the lungs, one the stomach, and so on, and so on. Nisanel, can you guess, asked Mr. Averback, what was the reason that the Korban was cut into so many parts if they were going to be makriv the whole thing anyway? I think I know, said Nisanel. It's because Hashem expects, expects us to study every detail of our body parts in order to appreciate them. We can't just say, thank you Hashem for my body and think that we thanked Him enough. We have to study how much fun it is to have lungs. And we also have to appreciate how great it is to have working kidneys and a spleen and a liver and a stomach. Just for the miracle of our stomachs, we could thank Hashem forever and ever and never be finished. A few weeks ago, we learned in science class that the stomach is a miracle because inside the stomach, there's a very strong acid, hydrochloric acid. And that acid is what breaks down the food that we eat into all the vitamins and nutrition our body needs. It's such a strong acid that it breaks down whatever we eat, pizza and apples and cholent. It can digest anything. But our teacher asks us a good question. He said, why doesn't it break down our stomach too? If the acid in our stomach can break down the meat that we eat, the stomach of an animal, so why doesn't it break down our own stomachs? And the answer is that this is one of the millions of miracles in our body. Hashem made our stomach with a special lining, a very strong lining that protects it from the acid. The truth is, if you would dip your finger in that acid, your finger would be burned. So the acid breaks down all the tough foods, but your stomach is not burned. So as the Kohen carried up the stomach to the Mizbeach, he was thinking about that. And the owner of the Korban was thinking the same thing while, while he watched. And that way, when a person brought a Korban, he became a whole new person because he had learned how to appreciate the details of the body that Hashem was giving him every minute of his life. Nisanel said Mr. Averbach, that was a great explanation. Mamish, it sounds like you just came back from a trip to the base of Migdash and experienced it with your own eyes. Where did, where did you learn all that? Well, Tati, said Nisanel, it's kind of a long story. And I'm not really sure that you'd believe me. Wishing everyone a happy and a healthy Shabbos.